Psalm 111, verses 6 through 10, these are God's words. He has declared to his people the power of his works in giving them the heritage of the nations. The works of his hands are verity and justice. All his precepts are sure. They stand fast forever and ever and are done in truth and uprightness. He has sent redemption to his people. He has commanded his covenant forever. Holy and awesome is his name. The fear of Yahweh is the beginning of wisdom. A good understanding have all those who do his commandments. His praise endures forever. So far, the reading of God's inspired and inerrant word. In this psalm that begins with the command, praise Yahweh. And here in the second half, he holds before us his glorious power, his steady faithfulness, and his awesomeness. Or, as the old word goes, his awfulness or terribleness. First, though, his glorious power. He declares to his people the power of his works. Now, there are those who, as we heard even in the catechism lesson uh, from Second Thessalonians chapter 1, will experience uh, eternal destruction when the Lord comes in fiery fury. They will experience eternal destruction from the presence and the glory, the power of the Lord forever. And yet God, willing to make known his wrath, endures patiently vessels prepared for destruction so that the riches of his glory might be made known, might be displayed upon vessels prepared for mercy. And so it is especially in showing mercy to sinners, in redeeming them, in giving them that which belongs not ultimately to the nations, but remember, heaven and earth and all that are in them belong to God. And now he gives us uh, not only these things, but first himself. He does not spare his own son, but gives him up for us all and gives himself to us in his son, not just for us, but to us, and then together with him, gives us all things. Uh, and so God's saving us and bringing us to be uh, his heirs, to have him as our inheritance, our great inheritance, and the whole cosmos, a new heavens and a new earth, as our lesser inheritance, is God's uh, preferred, if we can use that language uh, reverently, way to show his glory. He shows the riches of his glory in that way. Uh, and even as we come week by week to hear the scripture preached, he declares to us his power uh, and that he is pleased to display this power, especially uh, in what he does for us. Uh, and yet God gives to us to praise him not only for this glorious power, but also for his steady faithfulness. We can reach back into the first half of the psalm and grab verse 5 from last week. Uh, you have the steady faithfulness. 
He has given food to those who fear him. So we see his glory in the great power in which he redeems us and gives us uh, forever with him and having him and fellowship with him and a new heavens and a new earth. But we also see his glory every day as he gives us every good thing that we continue to receive, every breath we draw, uh, every time a neuron fires properly, uh, every morsel uh, of food that we have provided. Uh, and those come to us not only in the steadiness in which he's faithful and merciful in his general providence, but because, again, verse 5, second part, he is mindful of his covenant. For believers, our food comes to us in covenanted love, the same love that gave us Christ and adopted us and indwelt us by his spirit, gives us our breakfast, lunch, supper, and any snacks that we might have. Uh, but this uh, steady faithfulness then uh, is the theme of verses 7 through 9, uh, where he continues to emphasize this covenant, this plan that he made to bind himself to us, this promise that he made to bring us into covenant with him, the promises that he makes as part of the covenant, what he commits himself to do in binding himself to us and us to him. He has commanded his covenant forever, says verse 9. And so the works of his hands are, uh, and it says here, verity and justice, but it's really truth. Uh, and and judgments uh, or declarations, all his precepts are sure. And so there are three different word or truth or declaration words uh, in verse 7, where the truthfulness and faithfulness and reliability uh, of our God to everything that he says uh, are absolutely certain and stable and strong and permanent. They are sure, verse 7, they stand fast forever and ever, verse 8. They are done in truth or faithfulness. Uh, again, verse 8, and uprightness. Uh, and uh, that word uh, means uh, straightness, uh, perfect straightness. In all of these, he has sent his redemption to his people, commanding his covenant forever. So the stability of our God, the truthfulness, the faithfulness of our God is another thing that he sets before us, another attribute of his that he sets before us in this psalm for us to praise him, to praise him for his glorious power, to praise him for his steady faithfulness, uh, glorious power in redeeming, and his steady faithfulness in redeeming, and now to praise him for his awesomeness or awfulness or terribleness, where we realize that he is different than all the creatures and greater than all of the creatures put together. And so you have holy and awesome is his name at the end of verse 9, uh, but from the same word, you have the word translated fear in verse 10. The fear of Yahweh is the beginning of wisdom. You don't know anything about anything until you know that he is greater than everything, that he made it all, that he is the creator and everything else is creature, that he is Yahweh, I am that I am, 
and so holy and fearful or awful or terrible, uh, that which awes us or puts us in awe is his name. He's I am that I am. So not only are all things from him, uh, but all things are through him. He upholds all things. Nothing else can just be. Everything else depends on him in order to be. But he depends on nothing. He is. And there, and then all things, of course, are to him. To him is the glory forever. And it's knowing God to be this God and everything else to be his creature, his creation, that is the very beginning of wisdom. Whatever other observations we might make, whatever other conclusions we might draw, however accurate they might be insofar as they go, if we do not know this about him and about everything else as his creature, if we are not awed in our hearts before him, then we have not even begun to be wise. And if we are not then living in response to him, uh, you notice his commandments isn't isn't from the original. It's just a good understanding have all those who work, literally, uh, is how that part of verse 10 reads in the original. Uh, and that is showing us what the awe of God is. The awe of God is not only a feeling in the heart. Uh, if it's only a feeling in the heart, it's a figment of our imagination. But a right response to God a right reverence to God is one that actually is responding to him from the heart. And so it's not this internal co contained ball of feelings and emotions. It's an actual interaction with the God whom we know to be so awesome and so glorious. And so we live in response to him. And so the fear of Yahweh is the beginning of wisdom, a good understanding have all those who work. There are those who have an accurate understanding. Yeah, they can tell you tr uh, correct or precise, maybe, theology, uh, but they do not have a good understanding, because good is a moral judgment. Yeah, Satan and the demons believe, but they don't have a good understanding. They're not responding rightly to God. Uh, and so we are to be awed at him in a life-changing, shaping, determining way. Uh, and then, of course, his praise endures forever. Not only will we be praising him forever, but we will see this glorious power that he expresses in giving us himself forever. We will see the steadiness of his faithfulness to us forever. We will experience him who is the creator, the alone living and true God, uh, and who gives purpose and uh, pleasure to uh, our very existence forever. Uh, and so we will see his praise and respond with praise. But that which is forever doesn't wait uh, until the end of this world to begin. Uh, let us by the grace of the Spirit, applying this part of his word to us. Enjoy the power that he is expressing in giving us good things. Enjoy the steadiness of his faithfulness, especially over against our very unsteady and frequent unfaithfulness, uh, and uh, live as those who are before his face, 
who have no other gods before him. Amen. Let's pray. Our gracious God and our Heavenly Father, we do pray that we would see your almighty power by the help of your Spirit, especially in how even such sinners as we are, who are your enemies, you have saved by your outstretched arm and your almighty hand. You pray that you would uh, make us mindful, aware, observant of how continually you are faithful to us. We pray that you would fill our hearts with awe at who you are, that we might relate to you and live in fellowship with you, and that we might work, do all of our working, all of our walking in response. Give us that wisdom, that good understanding that you talk about in this passage. Be glorified in answering all of our prayers, we ask in Jesus' name. Amen.